All right, guys, this is our promo. This is the episode to promo the the Institute. Can everyone hear? I can hear. I can hear. Okay. Boy, hallelujah. It works. We'll talk about, especially as you're a filmmaker, Aaron's a photographer, Seth is doing audio, and Jacob, you too. I, I don't know what you do. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to answer right now. <laughs> I'm just excited to see who applies, you know, oh. to be a part of the Institute and to get to know people and what they're inspired to share, what they're curious about. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. We want to hear that story. We want to help shape you. We're not trying to change you or... We have no agenda other than to uh, inspire people to tell their own stories mm -hmm. through some type of medium. If you're a person that wants to tell a story like that, that is in you mm -hmm. and it's trying to get out, we'll help you figure it out. We have lots of ideas. There's going to be lots of collaboration. Kind of what Seth and Jacob were saying, I think partly I'm going to be alongside someone, help them navigate maybe any technical things they do, but really just trying to help hear what, what resonates with them, where they're at as a filmmaker, as an artist, and, and what point do they want to get to next, and then try to assist them in whatever way seems appropriate for their growth, I guess. Uh, it's really about kind of just pushing and, and moving toward that next step as an artist. If you're intimidated by the process, know that these really curious and humble and equipped people are here to come alongside you enthusiastically, and they are not intimidating, you know, so you're in good hands. This is Pamela Rossi Keen, the director of the Genesis Collective, and you're listening to the Genesis Collective podcast. Welcome, everybody. We're so glad to have you here this evening. I am so excited. This has been in our vision at the Genesis Collective for months and months, and we are behind the push for artists in Beaver County. We are a diverse network of artists, advocates, and activists who want to support artists in their work. We want to increase the public's access to creativity and art, and we want to come alongside community development work that is already happening and enhance it through art and through media representation. You are listening to another special episode of the Genesis Collective Creatives Podcast. Every episode is special, right, Chris? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm Kevin Farkas of the Social Voice Project, and I'm one of the hosts of the show, where we talk about local art and artists and the creative process and the business of making and creating art. So on this podcast, we have a couple of interesting projects going on. One is the Connecting Arts to Funding series hosted by the Genesis Collective's Executive Director, Pamela Rossi-Keen. If you're a Beaver County creative and wondering about how you can support your art through grants and other financial opportunities, this series is for you. Another thing that we're doing is featuring local Beaver County artists. These are conversations with a wide variety of artists and creators, from musicians to painters, actors, to folk artists. We think these conversations with local artists help us better understand their art and artistry, as well as how we at the Genesis Collective can better support art and creativity in our communities. And this is a big part of our mission, which brings us to our podcast episode today. As we speak, we are preparing to launch the Genesis Collective Media Institute, an eight-week fun and exciting action-packed program for those who want to learn the art and craft of storytelling through media. What are the stories that matter to you, your community, your organization, your cause or social movement? Now, I'm just one small cog in this mighty machine that the Media Institute is becoming, 
But on the show today, we have the real movers and shakers behind this project, the real media storytelling experts who will be guiding our participants through the Institute and inspiring them toward great storytelling. So we have with us today Aaron Neinhauser, Seth Witted, Christopher Paget, Jacob Swanson, and the Genesis Collective's Executive Director, Pamela Rossi-Keen. Now, each of you has, oh, I was about to say a rap sheet, but that ain't right, <clears throat> an artistic resume. Each of you has an artistic resume a mile long, and I think you can do better than I can introducing you to our audience. So let's start with you, Aaron. Tell us about yourself and your artistry. Now, you're, just for the audience who can't see this, you're, you're over there with a camera in your hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. So my name is Erin Neinhauser. I live in Ambridge with my husband, Dave, and our four cats. And I'm a photographer. I'm the owner of Rust Belt Mayberry Photography and one of the founding members of the Genesis Collective. And I love community storytelling and photography. You're primarily a visual artist, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And you are sitting next to Seth Winnett. Mm -hmm. Seth, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for You're having me. You're no stranger me. to this. You've been on this podcast before. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that much of a stranger. No. Tell us about your artistry my artistry is in having tough conversations um that's exactly what i do from when i used to do music well i don't want to say used to do music i still love music um, but i run a media company where i encourage these tough conversations um to whatever issues are going on in society around me and my community i inspire people to have tough conversations to come up with solutions um i'm one of the members of the genesis collective run a podcast okay and you're sitting next to Jacob Swanson Jacob. of Beaver Falls. Yeah, so I've been in Beaver Falls for almost my entire life. Um, I'm, I'm the youngest person in the room by a good, by a wide margin, and I, I graduated from Beaver Falls High School the most recently. So just as far as I'm connected to this particular project, I'm just, you know, kind of helping to develop it and lending that, that perspective because I know what it's like to be a kid from this town and, and uh, want to make art. Or, you know, just what it is to have a story and want to tell it. And I also know what it is to have somebody kind of just give me the opportunity to do it and give me equipment and all that stuff. And um, I want to help other people have that opportunity. Um, actually about me, I'm an animator, illustrator, cartoonist. I'm making a video game. I paint. Yeah, I just do a lot of stuff. I'm editing a lot of videos for other people in the Genesis Collective right now. So that's been a joy. And you are, you are an award-winning actor oh yeah yeah a lot of people from beaver falls probably know that about me before they know any of the other stuff they're always super sad that i'm like an animator like every time i tell someone i'm like they're like oh are you are you at theater school or whatever i'm like no i'm, I'm drawing cartoons and they're like oh it'll it'll get better it, you know don't don't just you know keep <laughs> trying keep trying yeah i'm like oh i i like this better but you know whatever so you have a theater fan base, right? Is that what you're saying? Where are you? You should be on stage. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, tell, tell our audience about your award. Oh, uh, well, I won the Man Cine Award my senior year of high school. It's a musical theater award. Uh, I was in um, the musical Into the Woods, um, and that was fun. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I do love acting. I just, you know, I have other priorities, I think, right now. But I'd love to get back into it at some point. Well, I'll say it for you. The Mancini Award is prestigious. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. And now, Christopher Paget, who is an amazing filmmaker on the team here. Thanks. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Chris Paget. I have my own business, Human City Creative. And uh, a lot of what I do is storytelling through listening to other people and, and hearing kind of what 
has kind of made them and formed them to become the person that they are. And in addition to that, uh, kind of trying to listen to the cities that we live in and the community that we live in. And, and uh, yeah, that's kind of what I do. I also do like some uh, illustration and some photography and, and have a background doing those things too. So You're not from here. No, I'm from Illinois originally. Uh, that's where I, I guess I got my first job kind of doing something in, in the arts. I, I was a photojournalist for a newspaper for a while. So, mm-hmm. uh, so you're yeah. now here in Beaver County. Do you like it here? I love it here, yeah. Uh, I, I moved here to stay close to my daughter, and, and, uh, and I didn't know if I'd like the area or not. But once I moved here, there was a lot of things that, I, um, that just really resonated with me about the area. And even after she goes off to college, I'll probably... Uh, plan on staying here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay around. Now, our executive director, Pamela. Welcome, Pamela. Thanks, Kevin. Um, I'm listening to all of you, and I'm thinking, that's only half of it. You're so much even more and bigger and more generous and more creative than you're letting on, but um, I just appreciate you all. Um, so I'm Pamela Rossi Keen, and I live in Aliquippa, and I am super into community development that started, you know, the passion for it started here in Aliquippa, mainly with youth, but now it's just a part of my family. Um, I'm an academic by training, an art historian, and a musician, and um, I guess it's my job to bring this mighty team together and really just inspire creativity throughout Beaver County and support the artists who are here and just kind of be the motor behind all of the creativity in this room and beyond. And you have the, uh, which must be excruciating, uh, but all important job of writing grants. Yes, and Kevin. Yes, for money. I do. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> he really Somebody. should for this. <laughs> but the, hey, that's what graces this gets. In part, yeah. That is part of this work that we all do. I want to pivot to the nuts and bolts of this institute right now, and uh, let's talk a little bit about what it is and how people can get involved with it and how long it is and what the uh, expectations are and outcomes. Sure. The Media Institute, our pilot program, our pilot cohort, is made possible through funding from Pennsylvania Council on the Arts. It's going to be an eight-week program. And we're inviting applicants from all over Beaver County. If you have a story to tell, or if you are an artist in any of these media, and you want to learn more about storytelling. Um, So basically, you're an old pro at this, or you're a newbie with um, a desire to tell stories, you are invited to apply to the Media Institute. We will uh, accept up to seven people for our initial cohort. And what this will look like for you if you are accepted is um, weeks one and part of week two of the experience will be a pretty intensive training in storytelling, in community development, in the technical aspects of the craft that you choose, confidence and development in yourself as an artist. So that'll be weeks one and two. And then after that, you're going to get into crafting your work with your mentor. So if you want to work in film, you'll likely be working with Chris. If you want to work in podcasting, it will be with Kevin or with Seth and photography, with Aaron and and others. 
And then you're going to be working on a final project. For, so for the next um, six and a half weeks, you'll work on this with your mentor. And then once a week, the whole group comes together. The educators and the cohort, we come together and we learn together more about storytelling, more about craft, and we're going to workshop each other's stuff. So learning from each other, learning from different um, perspectives and art forms. So that's going to be really rich, I think, for all of us. I'm excited to just participate in that part of it and learn from you all. Um, and then it will culminate in a public exhibit that will highlight your experience and highlight your your art. Um, and everybody is welcome to come. Um, there is a $500 award at the end if you complete the experience. And one of our goals is not just your own personal development as an artist and as a storyteller, but it is really to deepen the bench of the Genesis Collective because we get requests all the time for coverage, for storytelling, for um, organizations and for people with initiatives going on around here. And we don't have the bandwidth. And so we would love to pass this work on to other artists who are now equipped to tell a good story and to handle the technical demands of, of what's happening. So it's also for economic development in our region. So, uh, just so I'm clear, uh, $500 for everybody who participates? Yes. If at you, the end. Yeah, wow. if you're part of the cohort and you complete it, it's a $500 award. And this is not going to make anybody a millionaire. We are aware. But we want to honor um, your work and your development and your stick-to-itiveness uh, in completing <laughs> the project. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking at a time commitment of about 10 hours per week. So this is not just a free-for-all, right? This is a very structured yeah. program yeah. that the people who go uh, through this are mentored mm -hmm. with this cast of professionals around us here, yeah. which we hear Big today. Uh, well, this is really exciting. I think this is going to be a, a challenge for people, right? Would you imagine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not an easy walk in the park. No, there, I, I feel like anytime we create anything, there's a challenge. So, like, it's a challenge no matter what you create. So, yeah, I think mm -hmm. it'll be a challenge even as an artist trying to sign up, um, wondering if it's for you, wondering how much, what's, what's, how much time do you want from me? You know, I, I think all of those things, I, I think people need to realize that, yes, it is for you. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. Like, we want to hear that story. We want to help shape you. We're not trying to change you or try to... We, we have no agenda other than to uh, inspire people to tell their own stories mm -hmm. through some type of medium. And that's what it is. This is for you. So Now, does somebody out. have to have a story already figured out before they apply? It helps. It definitely helps. I'm sure it helps, yeah. But those first few weeks, we're going to talk about how to find a story. What is your purpose? What is your story? What What is around you that you're not even seeing? There's a story right now in your community that you might not even recognize that you're sitting on. There's a Netflix documentary. <laughs> There's a great, uh, you know. There could be an Oscar in this right. for you. <laughs> There's there's something out there, and, and, and we want to help you find it if you haven't found it. Yeah, and I think if you're a person that wants to tell a story, it kind of doesn't matter if you don't have one right now. Like, that, that is in you, and mm -hmm. it's trying to get out. Like, just we'll help you figure it out. We have lots of ideas. There's going to be lots of collaboration. And so the applicants uh, have to be 16 yes. or older. Mm -hmm. they, they have to drive mm -hmm. because this will require attendance at meetings sure. and the workshops mm -hmm. and the trainings and so forth. 
So this sounds like it's very challenging, but not to be scary, right? Because we have professionals who can guide us down the path, right? Now, Chris, you are a filmmaker. Talk a little bit about what you will be doing as a filmmaker in the process. I don't know. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) know, Look, I I think that is is okay because, you know, we should never be afraid of making the road as we walk it. You know, if something doesn't exist, you have to start somewhere and, you know, go down that path. Uh, If... Like, as a mentor, is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. How do you see yourself as a mentor and facilitating your role? So I I think kind of of just kind of what Seth and Jacob were saying, I think partly I'm going to uh, be alongside someone, help them navigate maybe any technical things they do, but really just trying to help hear what what resonates with them, where they're at as a filmmaker, as an artist, and and what point do they want to get to next, and then try to assist them uh, really, like, in, in whatever way seems appropriate for their growth, I guess. Uh, it's really about kind of just pushing and, and moving toward the next step as an artist and a filmmaker and things like that. And hopefully, you know, it's it's something that they feel like whatever they create really resonates with them and really is something that they're proud of and something that they feel like is authentic. So, Right. And none of this is really in the abstract. I mean, people will have cameras in their hands mm-hmm. and you will be there next to them. And you right, will yeah. show them the buttons and the knobs and all the things that I screw up when I'm full I screw it up all the time still too, yeah. So. <laughs> so we can learn from you. A lot of duct tape yeah. involved, both <laughs> literally and figuratively. So. It's a good time to bring up that we have a lending library of equipment with uh, video cameras and camcorders and we have mm-hmm. sound equipment and lighting and so forth which is available to anybody who's in this program yes mm-hmm. right yeah so again it's not abstract it's not uh, theoretical kevin can i mention what chris was talking about you know taking someone to the next step i was just remembering trying to teach my kids to read and um i had two kids who woke up reading one day that was it and I had nothing really to do with it. They were all, they, they came equipped. <laughs> and the next kid, I really had to teach this person from the very beginning. And guess what? They're all literate. They all achieved the end goal, you know? And, and it's fine either way, no matter where you are, where you're starting from, that's what we're here for, to determine that starting place, evaluate the goal, like you said, Chris, and then get the person to that goal. Mm-hmm. Aaron, what are you thinking about your role as an instructor, mentor, well, I'm I'm just excited to see who applies, you know, oh. to be a part of the institute and to get to know people and what what they're inspired, you know, to share what they're curious about. And um, I've really invested a lot in education over the last two years, both on the technical side, but I think the really transformative stuff was a, a course that I took over the past maybe six months that really helped me think about what is the per like how do you make a photo versus take a photo? One thing I thought was really valuable is if you don't know why you're taking the photo, don't take it. <laughs> you know? So as you know, as a wedding photographer or when I'm out photographing community events, you can sort of accidentally slip into the mode of kind of a crime scene photographer where you're just you know, <laughs> documenting yeah. everything, but you're not really you're not really thinking about it. You might be sort of, but you're a little bit on autopilot. So mm-hmm. it's been helpful for me and my growth to just slow down and think about what is the intent? What's really special about this moment or this place? Or what is a hidden treasure or something unseen? So just being able to impart some of those soft skills in, in terms of how do we be good observers? How do we harness our powers of curiosity? And mm-hmm. of course, the technical stuff is really important too. How do you work a camera? How do you look for mm-hmm. good light? How do you use light and shadow to enhance your subjects? All that kind of stuff. It's all really interesting and fascinating, but the seeing part, you know, seeing with your heart and your eyes and your camera is, is what I'm really excited to impart. 
So using these tools and these techniques to think about, to craft that story, mm-hmm. right? You're thinking about it. You know, how, how does this make a story in this frame? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, or just looking at a situation and like, what really is the story here? Yeah. And is there something that I'm not seeing? Yeah. And so, um, and kind of the difference between observing and looking, you know, if you're looking, you sort of expect what you might see. And that can sometimes block what the actual moment is or what the actual, you know, real story is. How about you, Seth? I'm, I'm just uh, in, in awe of hearing that because I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm excited for whoever those seven people are because just that tip is powerful. You know what I mean? That's just, it's a game changer because it gets you looking at things in a different way. That's what I'm interested to see as well, you know, who who joins. And um, I feel like as far as my role, I love what creating and storytelling does for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Every project that I do is fighting for something. It's solving some problem, even if it doesn't seem like it. And I get fulfilled from that. That's almost God's way of letting me know I'm in the right place. Because when I'm not there, like whether it's anxiety or depression, things begin to kick in. It's almost God saying, yo, I need you stick to it, get back mm-hmm. to it. So I'm really excited to watch this transform someone's life. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's going to be life changing. I want to inspire people, no matter what your fear is, just fill out the application. Just mm-hmm. just reach out to one of us. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see our names, just, just reach out. You sound like a great person to have around as someone is working on a story and they may hit a tough spot with it, emotional tough spot, you know, intellectual. (laughs) I hate this story I'm telling. But, you know, some stories are very tough to tell. Those are probably the most compelling stories to tell. Things that, you know, go deep, right? Uh, What I hear in you is uh, that encouragement. Uh, When someone is telling that story and they may be unsure of themselves, you know, you're going to be there to say, we're with you on this. We'll help you through this. Wherever you want to go with it, we're, we're going to help you help you go there. And it, and it almost is, will help them change their perspective on, like, say, if they fear asking someone a specific question because it might offend them. But giving them the mindset instead of, like, challenge that fear and question, why is this fearful? Like, how can you be honest and transparent with that person? You know, as I sat down with Miss Solomon, like there's some things that are very touchy, death in the family, like there's murder, there's all this going on. And Miss Solomon is a recent interview that you mm-hmm. did. And and I transformed my mind to curiosity. Like, how did this happen? What's going on? Like, and letting them know respectfully, I just want to understand. Mm-hmm. And I want to teach others to be that curious as well. Could mm-hmm. I just speak editorially about this? I mean, all of the people that you're listening to are so genuinely humble and generous with their gifts. So not me, I charge. Well, <laughs> you may charge, but you're up next because you haven't really spoken. <laughs> your role. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, but if you're intimidated by the process, know that these really curious and humble and equipped people are here to come alongside you enthusiastically, and um, they are not intimidating. You know, so you're in good hands. And Kevin. Can you speak to your role in this? I mean, I know you're really guiding this inter- this uh, conversation, but you're a part of this teaching team as well, and with good reason. Are you going to teach people how to get that good of a voice? <laughs> oh, God, I hate my voice. You. I hate it. I oh. Hate it. Yeah. I could, listen, could listen to it all day. Oh, no, honestly. <laughs> yes. So I've been doing this work for a long time, a lot of years. My mantra is to capture, preserve, and share people's stories, voices and stories, mm-hmm. right? Voices and stories. That's very important to me, both of those. 
So I come at this, you know, from that sort of place of history. Oral history is extremely important to me. That's how I got started with a lot of this stuff. So I'm hoping that I could lend a hand in this project for someone who wants to go there with their storytelling and talk to people and have a conversation and record that conversation and edit that conversation. I'm very much looking forward to working with people to craft a story out of those narratives of human experience. Mm -hmm. So oral history, interviews, conversations like that, doing work around local history, um, that's an area that very much interests me. So we don't want to forget you, Jacob. But oh, well, I won't be here. Um, Bergman would be you're like... You're not going to be here. Well, you, no, I'm going back to college. Oh. Yeah, I, won't, yeah, I know. I'm saddened I'm, and, and uh, <laughs> happy for you. To yeah, me too. The, the, more, <laughs> the longer this conversation goes on, the more I'm like, mm. <laughs> maybe I'll just drop out of school. But uh-huh. um, no, one, something I uh, heard recently was a guy talking about sketchbooking. Uh, well, in the drawing community, there's a lot of pressure around like how good your sketchbook is. And, you know, there's all these videos on the Internet of people flipping through and they're like beautiful, like fine art, like amazing. And what this guy was saying is like, that's kind of a misuse of what a sketchbook is meant to be. And the only real bad sketchbook is one that you haven't drawn in. To know that you have a story and to just continue to not make it. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with that. But yeah. um, and I think about something that Seth said like a couple weeks ago, which is, you know, like, I remember the time before I was creative, and I never want to go back there. And I can just personally promise that if you just pick up the pen or the camera or the, you know, whatever, the musical instrument, the microphone, and just start doing it, if you just start now and just start making, you know, something that's bad, then something that's mediocre, then something that's like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting, and then something that's like, oh, my God, that, yes, finally, that's the thing that was in my head the whole time. The encouragement is... Just do it. Like, just come, just try it. It's not going to be easy, but art is so possible. Yeah, I think that would be the one thing I'd impart. It's definitely, it's, it's hard, but it's really, it's a thing that you can do, and you can, you can make money doing it. You can, you can, like, actually be an artist for a living. You don't have to, to write that off just because it's kind of a weird career. I, th- <laughs> I think that's essential wisdom. One of the words that I think is so overused is this word empowerment. Oh, if we just give people the knowledge, then they'll be empowered. No, it's more complicated than that. So knowledge is one part of it. But then it's the doing. It's the engaging, putting the the thing in gear and see where you can drive. This idea that you have, this creative urge that you have, that's really, really important. And do you fail? Yeah, you fail. Uh, Do you have successes? Yeah, you do. But that's so important to just engage it. And I think that what this institute does is provides not only the knowledge, but also that chance to engage, right? What we call in the academic world, praxis, right? Mm -hmm. It's bringing theory and practice together. I think the word that I would create, you know, to go along with that action is is what it's going to give them is a process, mm. um, a process for creating. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like you said, the knowledge is great, but once you have that process, you know, know, okay, I try this, let's see the results, let's reflect on it. How can I get better for next time? Try it again. Results, you know, what I mean, that's one of the things you're going to develop when you come here is a new process or expanding upon the process that you already have for creating. And doing more. And you know what I mean? And that process leading to a product, right? Mm -hmm. The story that gets told in one way or another 
through one form of media or another, there will be something tangible that comes out at the end of the eight weeks of the Institute. So, okay, so someone's out there, they're listening to this, they're all jazzed up, they want to sign up, they, or they want more information. Pamela, where can someone find more information? They can go to gcollective.org slash media institute, or just go to gcollective.org, and it's right at the top of the page, you can click on Media Institute. There's a button there. We're also having four information sessions, and they are throughout Beaver County. All these information sessions are at 6.30 p.m. We will be at Uncommon Grounds Cafe in Aliquippa, right on Franklin Avenue. We'll be at the Upper Room, which is right next door to the Center in Midland. And we will be at Neighborhood North Museum of Play in Beaver Falls. So you can come to any or all of those. You get more information and, you know, have the opportunity to get your questions answered as well. Um, talk about your stories. We'll give you some examples of stories and, and products that emerge from these stories. Um, yeah, and it should just be a pretty interactive opportunity to get more information. Yeah, and RSVPs are helpful, but not necessary. Correct. So, you know, you can't just show up. We have a phone number here, 386-748-7448. And all this will be in the show notes to this episode as well. This is very exciting. I think, are we the first to do this in Beaver County? Yeah. Wow, we're pioneers. Okay, mm -hmm. pioneering this, moving it forward, making this road as we're walking, not afraid to duct tape stuff and put it together. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm really appreciative that. to our funders, too, that took a chance on this. You know, we've we've really had this idea in our heads and hearts for the last year. And, um, and the Pennsylvania Council on the Arts Preserving Diverse uh, Cultures. Sorry, Pennsylvania Council on the Arts Preserving Diverse Cultures Division has seen this as an opportunity to get voices who are not often... Uh, given the megaphone um, out and um, telling their own stories. And I'm just really grateful. Hey, before we wrap up, can I um, just offer one little piece of encouragement and also a challenge to everybody? Mm -hmm. So the, the, the uh, encouragement is don't let your own internal critics stop you from applying to be part of this. And I think a lot of people, and this was something I struggled with for many years, you know, your art is very personal, your photos, your the song lyrics you're writing, the videos you're creating, mm -hmm. and you're scared about being judged or how, you know, if people are going to see what you see and think it's meaningful in the way that you do. And the answer to that is yes, people will see it and they will appreciate it and they'll relate to it and it'll help open them up and it might help them share their experiences. So, um, you know, don't let that little voice hold you back from doing something that can be really profoundly transformative. And Seth, I, I can really relate to that. Being able to have a vision and bring it to life and honor somebody's story through a video or give voice to somebody's struggles or to take a beautiful photo of a grandparent and a grandchild. I mean, that's so meaningful. It helps you kind of exist on a, on a different level, you know, mm -hmm. in, in the world. And so it's very special. So don't, don't deny yourself that opportunity. And the challenge to help you see why it's not so scary is that I think it'd be pretty cool if all of us put one of our first pieces that we created oh, and, oh. and one of our most recent pieces <laughs> up on this website, <laughs> gcollective.org slash media institute. So you guys can see that we all start somewhere. That's amazing. Oh, okay. We have to be bold <laughs> and do this. <laughs> you, you guys got to understand, I was the kid 10 years old taking boom boxes and yes. whatever I can to create. <laughs> so my first music video, oh, wait till y'all see it. It is terrible. Perfect. <laughs> uh, it was, it was terrible, but it was great. I got some bad stuff out there. I've got some uh, pretty bad stuff too. So. <laughs> I literally had a tape recorder that I <laughs> that I dumped stuff in on the microphone as I was talking. Oh, yeah. That's great. Oh. <laughs>
I want to thank you for that because I think that just underscores where we're coming from. We're not judgmental. We are supportive of people and their art and where they are and where they want to go. Yeah, so thank you for saying that. So I want to thank all of you for being on this podcast. I think this is the first time we ever did a group show. I think we should do more of these and talk about art in lots of different ways. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. So so we have with us today Aaron Neinhauser, Seth Witted, Christopher Paget, Jacob Swanson, and Pamela Rusty Keen. And I'm Kevin Farkas, just one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm trying to get other people to be hosts too. Aaron, you'd make a great host yeah, for an episode true. on photography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Chris get you talking about some film work and stuff and hey, we'll be the audience for you. That'd be fun. How about that? We'll be friendly. Oh, good. Yeah. Chris interviewed me one time and I left crying, so. He did not. <laughs> Should I edit that out? I'm not sure. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. You are listening to a production of the Genesis Collective. Supporting local artists and their work. Making art more accessible. And putting art back into our communities. Seth, you had brought it up the other day. What is storytelling? And I think a lot of us were like, uh... Hi. I'm still like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Like, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe we know, or maybe, I don't know. Dare we take a stab at it? Mm-hmm. 25 words or less. Okay? Aaron. Oh, no. I'm actually trying to look up this... <laughs> I'm cheating. Just speak from the heart. <laughs> I, I, I can't. <laughs> it's tough. It is a tough question, right? What is storytelling?